0: work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast, a podcast for women in and around the tech industry. Every week, we dive into the conversations, frameworks, and best practices to help you stress less, work less, and earn a lot more. My name is Nicole Church-Steinbach, your host and the International Bravery Coach for Women in Tech. Let's go. Hey there, Woman in Tech. So before I get to this amazing episode, which is all about answering a listener question of who do you need to become to enjoy your career? I want to take a moment and address the June 24th, 2022, U.S. American Supreme Court decision to overturn a precedence called Roe v. Wade. Now, first, the context. This decision, made by an impatient and activist court, does not reflect the majority of the U.S. Americans by any measure. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion in the United States. Look, restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, it threatens the health and the independence of all people. Abortion is a basic health care need for millions of people who can become pregnant. So here's the impact. The decision, this decision, this is gonna lead to a loss of other rights in the United States, and it will inspire others outside of the United States to limit or to end rights in their own system. I am sad. I am angry. And I am activated. So here's the deal. This decision matters. And your response, no matter where you are in the world, it matters too. It matters that I am here speaking as the international bravery coach for women in technology. That I am speaking out. And it is perfectly aligned. That I'm speaking out on this podcast episode, answering a listener question about who you need to become to love your career. Because what I'm about to outline are skills and calls to action that, yes, I am specifically targeting towards the right to abortion, privacy, body autonomy, and equality under the law but these are all skills and ways of action that translate directly into your career. So listen on two levels. Number one, the topic lesson or the topic level. And number two, on the level of your career. So I'm gonna be really specific. I'm going to offer you seven actions of what we are not going to do, and then right away, what we are going to do. Number one, we aren't going to shame or block people joining the fight today. What we are going to do, and yes, it is hard. It is hard to welcome people who are only now getting involved, and we are going to welcome them. You don't have to do anything any educational or emotional labor. You get to choose to skip the shame, the blame, and the blocking. Number two, we are not going to center straight, white women as saviors. These bans always impact most extremely and most swiftly those outside of the centered identity and in the United States and globally, these are black, brown, indigenous people. If you are a white woman, please, from this moment on, no more imagery of the handmade tale, no more underground railroad references. Instead, Follow black, brown, and indigenous thought leaders and activists in your area. Learn the language, learn the systems, learn the examples, and use them. Because when we know better, we do better. Which brings me to number three. We are not going to reinvent the work already being done. There are already abortion funds. There are already travel systems. There are already legal teams doing the messy work. There are already networks. There are already clinic systems. Do not create your own. We are going to join into the work already being done, which goes back to number one. Going to welcome the people joining in to the work already being done. Because together, we are much, much stronger. We're more effective. We're more powerful. Number four, we are not going to blame people in one section of our country, our community, or our world. That means concretely in the U.S., We are not going to write off the entire South. I live in Colorado. Nobody would call this the South. We codified it in our laws the right to bodily autonomy and comprehensive care. However, we are surrounded by non-Southern states who are doing the exact opposite. So we are going to instead hold the people responsible responsible. For example, this goal to end body autonomy and abortion access for women, as well as the stated goal to end marriage equality, access to birth control. And if you're in Texas, Brown versus education, which is integrated schools and so many more, all of these goals And these results, they belong to the Republican Party and only to the Republican Party. Place responsibility and ownership where it belongs, wherever that is in your community, wherever that is in your country. Number five, we are not going to exclude people from this movement or this moment. What we are going to do is remember, people of all genders can become pregnant. People of all genders are fighting and supporting restricting body autonomy and the right to abortion. People of all genders are fighting for equality and privacy and body autonomy and abortion access. We're going to learn the inclusive language, we're going to be awkward using it, and we're going to do even better. Number six, we will not post on social media and stay quiet in our own lives. We will have the difficult, messy conversations with the people we know that we love. Social media is a tool and one-on-one conversations are the most powerful, most impactful, most effective, and cheapest way to actually drive change. Number seven, we will not give up. We will not wait to be saved. We will learn, we will grow, and we will stay in the process. We will stay ourselves even as we continue to lose, as we continue to grieve, we will stay in, in our own way, in our own time, always improving that magical 2%. We will hold on to the vision of what we know can be true, equality, Quality and pay, and equality to access to health care. And we will continue taking action to make our vision real. What I just outlined, that's what we're going to do for the right to our privacy, to our body autonomy to our access to all forms of health care. And you can also use it in your career. To learn even more about what you can do to help, turn to your local activists, to your local thought leaders, join them, follow these seven steps of what we are not going to do and what we will do. And most of all, remember, you matter, you are a full and complete human being, and you are already brave. Until next time, I hope you enjoy this incredibly important, even more important listener question. Hey there, woman in tech. Welcome back. Today is an audience question episode. And I'll tell you, this was a question I did not expect. The first time the question came in, I thought, hmm, that's an interesting one. But the second and third time, I thought, we oh, should answer this one. And then this topic came up with one of my clients who is in management. And essentially her employee came and said, who do I need to become? What do I need to believe? When you, the manager, tell me, the employee, that I need to think differently mindset, like what thought and what mindset am I supposed to have? And my client started spinning out because she was trying to find the answer. And then I thought, "Mm, that was it, definitely need to answer this question. So here's the question summed up. Who do I need to become to enjoy my career? And here's the answer. Like I said, this is such a wild question to me. I mean, I understand where it comes from and I understand why. We have been told all of our lives who to be, what we have to do, and who we need to be to be a good child, a good student, a good partner, a good friend. But here's the deal. Good for whom? Because good child, that relates to family systems. Good student education systems, good partner, systems of power in marriage or in long-term relationship, a good employee, systems of capitalism. And those systems don't necessarily work for our happiness, for our bravery, for us to work less, stress less, and earn more. Because all of the answers to these questions of how to be a good student, how to be a good employee, how to be a good whatever, that's all conditioning. How to be a good friend in one culture is going to be different from another culture. How to be a good child or a good parent changes over systems. And in this space, with me talking about build your brave, There cannot, there should never be an answer handed to you, not even a best practice, because you are not a standard. You are not a box. You are not a best practice. You are a unique human being. And even if I gave you a thought, (laughs) even if I gave you a belief, even if I told you a self-concept, none of that would work. Not really. Not like it would be so effective and impactful for you to uncover that for yourself. Let me give you an example. So as I was preparing I really, I had written up the first draft of notes and I had some examples in there. And then the way always, 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 always things work out, a client and I were working on a statement, a thought, a belief that would help her step more into being so empowered and so confident in learning new things and asking questions and asking for help. This was a growth area for her. And she says to me, I'm ignorant. And I was like, "Um, let's talk about that one. (laughs) I'm ignorant? How does that make you feel? And she said, I feel committed. I feel empowered. I feel curious. It feels so deeply true to me. It gives me permission to ask for help, to ask 15 follow-up questions. I'm ignorant. Y'all, I was floored. I made sure to confirm this, and eventually she told me the story of how this statement that to me is so demoralizing it is it closes me off i want to instantaneously hide if i feel ignorant i am unwanted like i completely spin she finally told me the story about why this thought this belief this part of her self concept was so positive and empowering for her and it was the perfect example for how no one can give you the answer to the question, who do I need to become? Not for any role, not for any position, not for any relationship, because every single one of those is unique and precious to you. You know, every single one of my clients crafts at least one aspect, a core belief that she's working towards inside of her self-concept. And there's an entire episode about the self-concept work. If you haven't caught that one yet, or you're listening to this and thinking, I've listened to every episode. What is she talking about? Go back and listen to that one. It's really, really powerful. It's foundational to all of the work every single client crafts that. We do that together. Sometimes we do it all in one go and other times we do it piece by piece by piece. And I want you to leave this podcast inspired so that you can go and craft your own answer to who do I need to become. So I actually went through all of my clients of 2021 and I gathered a few of their statements. Here we go. I wonder I've got this. I create what I want. My skills are awesome. I love me right now. I have more options. I believe me. I learn from every experience. (sighs) I have coached so many women and men in technology In fact, I've actually done workshops around this within my corporate career. Some of those workshops had upwards of 50 people. I have never once, never once seen the same answer for two different people. Never once. Your answer will be unique and powerful for you. If you need help creating your answer for who you want to become, for who you want to be as you thrive, then reach out. Only you can answer that question, but others can help facilitate it, including me. All right. Until next time, brave it up. Hey, before you go, our fellow women in tech really need these insights. So do them a favor, pop on over and leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Help them find the Celebrate Brave podcast. All right. Thanks a bunch. Until next time, brave it up.